IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way with positive feedback. Backed by research, kids using IXL are scoring higher on tests. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. Rather than looking at multiple programs to help your child in different subjects, one subscription gets you everything with IXL Learning, and all the kids in your home work off once from pre-K to 12th grade. If your child is struggling, this is the smartest investment you can make. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com IXLAV. Visit IXL.com IXLAV to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. The connection between you and your therapist matters. That's why Alma focuses on helping you find the right someone to talk to, not just anyone. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search by what you want to focus on, like anxiety, relationships, or big life transitions. You can also specify preferences around gender, race, faith, and more to help you find someone who's more likely to understand where you're coming from. Alma also makes it easy for therapists to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of providers in their directory accept insurance for sessions, so you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash not just anyone to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash not just anyone. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation. And Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews. We're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now, with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL. Your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. Welcome back, everybody. It's time for Silver and Black Today. You can hear us. We're an Odyssey original podcast covering the Las Vegas Raiders exclusively with Odyssey. You can also hear us on The Bet in Las Vegas. So our radio audience in Las Vegas, thanks for being back with us. It is Scott Branson and Mo Moten. Mo is the national, He just he's international, really. He's an international man of mystery, but really his day job is he's the senior NFL writer at Bleach Report, also the Raiders columnist at sportsnot.com. You can follow him on x.com at Mo Moten. M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. You can also follow me at LV Gully. You can catch my work also on sportsnot.com where I cover the Raiders, NFL, Major League Baseball, you name it. It's all up there for you. 
and a hearty hello to our audience on YouTube as well. We jump back in. It is week 18 in the NFL. It's the final game for the Raiders in 2023. Of course, they were eliminated from the playoffs last week. They host the Denver Broncos down at Allegiant Stadium. And we're going to get into the news of the week. And really, we got to start with this, Mo. And I know we talked about it yesterday on our mailbag show. We got a lot of mail about the coaching situation, about Antonio Pierce, and of course, the swirling rumors around Jim Harbaugh coming back to the NFL. Of course, Harbaugh and his Michigan Wolverines Monday will face Washington, the University of Washington, in the national championship game. Um, but the idea that Jim Harbaugh could be a good fit in Las Vegas, we saw Michael Lombardi uh, on his uh, GM Shuffle podcast talk about the fact that Harbaugh appreciates loyalty history, he started his career with the Raiders. He was hired by Al Davis as an assistant coach, and that's how he started as a coach. Um, his first job, obviously, with them. Uh, but there's going to be competition for Jim Harbaugh. It doesn't mean the Raiders have the inside track or any of that. But interested to hear your thoughts on this because we it's it's created another kind of uh, division amongst Raider Nation for those folks who really believe and want at all costs Antonio Pierce, who's done a fine job as the interim head coach, turned around the locker room, did a lot of things well. Uh, and there's that group, and then there's the group of folks who are kind of thinking bigger picture and know that Jim Harbaugh is a winner. Every place he's gone, he's been a winner. Three NFC Championship games, one Super Bowl. Of course, he lost it to his brother by three points. But he's got a track record you look at and you say, wow, that's a guy who turns things around. When you look at this rumor where we're at this week, we're not going to get any sort of indication on what Jim Harbaugh is going to do until after the national championship game on Monday. Uh, but what's your initial thoughts on the idea of Jim Harbaugh coming back to the NFL and if he would be a fit in Las Vegas to coach the Raiders? Polarizing head coaching candidate, but I would be on board with it simply because if you're a Raider fan or you're Mark Davis and you're saying we have to get this right, what better decision to make than to get a guy who's done it before on both levels, college and NFL. Again, I'll say this again. People are going to get tired of hearing me saying this, but 70-plus percent win percentage in college and in the NFL. Also a motivator. A lot of people like Antonio Pierce because he's a motivator and he's he's helped develop that defense. Jim Harbaugh, also a motivator. He, he wouldn't be a good college coach if he wasn't a good motivator. Those two things, that quality goes hand-in-hand with being a good college head coach. The other thing, a lot of people like Antonio Pierce because – he is a Raider. He's one of us, so to speak. Well, Jim Harbaugh, former Raiders offensive uh, assistant and quarterbacks coach. So he understands the culture just as Antonio Pierce does. He also has a winning uh, winning record on two levels at multiple programs. He's turned around programs. So when you talk about the Raiders having to turn the corner and, and not be the losing franchise that it has been for most of the last two decades, Jim Harbaugh has won and turn programs around the collegiate level. What were the San Francisco 49ers before he got there, and what were they shortly after? Now, I know the San Francisco 49ers are now the number one seed with Kyle Shanahan, but before Kyle Shanahan, that, that period between Kyle Shanahan and Jim Harbaugh, what were the 49ers? You know, what, what was Michigan before Jim Harbaugh arrived there? Michigan yeah. was considered the little brother to Ohio State in the Big Ten. Now they've beaten Ohio State in, in multiple consecutive years. As you said, they're going for the natty right now. So he knows how to take a reclamation project or 
a lot of people don't want to hear this, maybe the R word rebuild. He knows how to rebuild a team. So if you're worried about the Raiders having to retool, rebuild, revamp, whatever you want to call it, I think Harbaugh is the great, is a perfect guy for the job, for a rebuilding job. We don't now again, I'm not saying Antonio Pierce is not a good candidate because I know a lot of people are gonna hear, well, Mo likes Jim Harbaugh and doesn't like Antonio Pierce. That's not the case. All I'm saying is Harbaugh has the the traits and the track record to also be a viable candidate. And a lot of people will prefer that over Antonio Pierce because we don't know what Antonio Pierce would be long-term. Right. And that's the thing. It's a track record. It's, it's not, it's not that you don't believe Antonio Pierce could be a head coach eventually in the NFL. That's not what it's about. But if you look at you, you Mm -hmm. pointed out when you look at Jim Harbaugh, not only the college. So, so you look at San Francisco NFC champions one time in, in his, in his, in his four years there, NFC championship game, three straight years. Uh, and when, when he, when he took that team over in 2011, they were coming off a six and 10 season. Okay. So it wasn't like he inherited a 13 and three team. He inherited a six and 10 team. And in 2011, they went 13 and three and he was the coach of the year. Right. And the eight years before Harbaugh was in San Francisco, they had never won more than eight games. Okay. So I want to put that into perspective because this isn't a situation where he inherited a good team and carried them into three straight NFC championships game. He turned them around. He also turned around, as you mentioned, division three, university of San Diego, Stanford, and then Michigan. Some people pushed back on me when I made that point the other day saying, well, look, he didn't do it overnight. Well, no, you don't do it overnight. (laughs) I mean, especially in college, in the pros, you can do it faster, by the way. In college, it's a whole different thing. You're setting up recruiting trail. You're setting up recruiting coordinators. You're getting out there. People don't know you. You're back in the college game for the first time in a long time. And so it, it, takes, it takes time to do that, especially at Michigan in the competitive Big Ten. So, so you look at all of those things he's done. Great. That's the upside. What's the downside? Let's mention some of the downside. The downside is there's going to be heavy competition for him, which will drive the cost up. We've seen the LA Times write editorials about how he should be the coach of the Chargers and that the Spanos family has to do everything to go get him. We've seen Chicago. Now, it looks like Chicago's going to stick with Iberflus, but we've seen a push for him in Chicago, which makes sense. We've seen a push for him in other areas, too. So that's one. So he could be cost prohibitive, at least I shouldn't say cost prohibitive. He could be costly, which is number one. Number two is the cheating scandal at Michigan is not going away. The NFL has said that they have not decided until that's all finished out, he could be subject to a suspension in the NFL. If he runs to the NFL and he's found to have done something wrong, then he could be suspended as an NFL coach as well. So that's the downside to it. But Mo, I think that the upside here is so great. And I don't, what I don't understand, I understand the affinity for Coach Pierce. I got no problem with that. We've been on that train too. We we know the great job he's done with what he was given. At the same time, I don't understand the the lack of excitement over Harbaugh. Again, he's got some baggage too. I'm not saying he doesn't. Everybody does. But the fact that he turns around teams so quickly at every level from Division 3 college to the NFL is pretty remarkable. So so if it is him I, I, I've seen people say they won't be a Raider fan anymore if it's not Pierce. I, I don't understand. I think they're just saying that in, in, in a moment of passion. But um, I don't understand the lack of excitement about the possibility even. And again, at this point, it's only a possibility. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. They were Raider fans who weren't going to be Raider fans anymore if the Raiders didn't hire Rich Passaccia, and they are still <laughs> Raider fans to this day. Right. Uh, uh, but I will say the other, the other, I don't want to say knock against Jim Harbaugh, but the other concern about Jim Harbaugh is a lot of fans just don't want to, I guess, start a clean slate, use the R word again, rebuild. They want to, they want to build on what Antonio Pierce and Chen Kelly have already in place. They don't want to start over. And, okay, Ty, does Tyree Wilson fit in the future plans? Does this guy fit? You, you assume that Max Crosby and Devontae Adams fit in any team's plans. But as far as the development that Swag Jeff talked about on our previous show, is it is it worth r- disrupting that development, that progress that the Raiders show, specifically on the defensive side of the ball, for Jim Harbaugh? I would say it's worth it simply because Jim Harbaugh can possibly develop your quarterback of the future. But it is something to think about. You know, what is Jim Harbaugh's plan for the defense? You know, what is Jim Harbaugh's plan for some of the guys that are already on the roster that have shown some progress? Is he going to want those guys? Is he going to develop those guys? Or is he going to bring in and draft players to replace those young players that the previous regime have drafted? Well, it's a fine question, but why does it have to be an or? So if if I'm Jim Harbaugh and I interview for this job and I look at the progress, I look at a guy like Malcolm Coons. Do you think I'm going to get rid of him? I don't absolutely think so. Not. He's not a- absolutely not. Go ahead. But Scott, the the overall tenor of the locker room is True. what is what I'm trying to get at. Not just the player development, but the players are obviously responding to Antonio Pierce's coaching style. Now, while we believe Jim Harbaugh is a motivator and can get guys playing at, at tip-top level, how does he play in that locker room? Will the players respond to him the same way or better than they responded to Antonio Pierce? I think that's a fair question. Now, we assume yes, because as you mentioned, his resume, he's, he's built up programs and teams wherever he's gone. But we can't assume that. We, we no, just can't assume you, that. We don't, we don't know. We do right. know how these players have responded to Antonio Pierce, though. Yeah, we do. And it's, and, and it's vital that you have a unified and a, and a, and a ha- relatively happy locker room, right? Um, but I can tell you that if Antonio Pierce is a coach and they go one and eight to start the season, how's that locker room going to be? I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying there are a lot of things we don't know. You don't know, to your point, Jim Harbaugh, what the locker room would be like. Under Antonio Pierce, you know what the locker room is going to be like, but you don't know because he doesn't have a track record of coaching if the football side turns around. You, so, so again, on both sides, they're both positives and negatives for both guys, right? You, there's no perfect candidate. So I think you look at that and you say to yourself, well, the team he inherited in 2010 from the 49ers that went 6-10, and 10, he went in there and you talk about a rebuild. Look, the Raiders, they're not, the Raiders are not an 11-win team. Okay, they're sitting at seven right now. Okay, seven wins. Is that okay? That's progress, no question. But there's no there's no saying that a coach can't come in, whether it's Pierce or Harbaugh, and suddenly next year they win eleven. I mean, you just don't know based on that. And by the way, people say, well, we don't want to rebuild. 
guess what? And we're going to talk about it in the next segment. You got to blow up the offense. Mm -hmm. So there is going to be a rebuild, maybe on one side of the ball. And to your point, you don't want to lose the progress you made on defense. What you want to do is take the progress, add some new bodies that fit from a locker room perspective and a talent perspective, draft, whatever, to bolster it and to make it even better. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you on that one. It's just a matter of, and again, this is going to go into the interview process. Yeah. With Pierce and Jim Harbaugh, or whoever the Raiders hire, you're going to ask them, how are you going to build your staff? And I think this is an aspect that a lot of people are overlooking. They're focusing on the candidate himself. But part of being a successful head coach is being to being able to build quality coaching staffs because you got to have somebody develop and, and, and help, help your linebackers progress, your quarterbacks coach, your running backs coach, your coordinators if you're not going to call the plays like Antonio Pierce isn't. So I, I think part of this process that a lot of people are not talking about enough is, and we don't know the answer to these questions, who's Antonio Pierce going to bring in as his coordinators if he's not calling uh, defensive plays? Because we know right. he's not calling the offense. <laughs> right. Who is Jim Harbaugh going to bring in with him? Because he's building a good staff in Michigan, by the way. So who is he going to bring in with him to develop players? Because it's the Raiders have to draft well. We talk about this a lot. The Raiders have to draft well, which they haven't done well for the most part over the past two decades. So whoever they hire has to have a good plan to develop players. And that goes to the coaching staff. Also the front office, the GM, that 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 hire is important too because they're they're drafting players on draft. They're 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 the ones with the head say there. So the Raiders have to identify who's a fit, develop those players, and then hope that, that head coach is still able to harness what's going on in the locker room and build upon what they have. I want to say one thing real quick. The Raiders are a seven win team, but let's be, you know, let's be honest about this football team. While it's not an eleven win team, it's not a three win team either. No. So this isn't a team that's just has no talent on it. Correct. Assuming they Correct. don't trade Especially Devontae Adams, they have they have pieces. So this isn't I know a lot of people are fearful of a complete rebuild. You don't have to completely tear it down, as we'll talk about in the in a moment. The offense, yes, minus a few players, but you have now a top ten scoring defense. You build on that and you find your quarterback, see where it goes. Yeah, and I think whoever the coach is, I think we'll see that. And I don't, I think it would be, I mean, look, in the NFL, I don't care if you're Harbaugh or you're Pierce. And yeah, Pierce might get a three or four year contract. Harbaugh might get a six year contract, right? Because of his track record. Mm -hmm. But no matter who you are, you know, you have to win. Okay. It's, it, and, and for Harbaugh, especially if he wins a national championship on Monday, which is a distinct possibility, then all he's would have not done in his career is win a Super Bowl as a coach. So he's going to want to win a Super Bowl. So you, I, I, I find it very hard to believe, and, and I know what you're saying about the locker room, that any coach would come in and look at the progress that defense has made and not want to build on it versus start it over. Now, the big unknown, Patrick Graham may not be there. Depend, it doesn't matter. Even if Antonio Pierce is a coach, he may leave. So you have, you don't know what you don't know. The, the unknowns are out there. So the defense, as much progress as it's made, it doesn't necessarily mean someone else can't take the baton and run with it and continue that development. So we'll have to see. Either way, I think the Raiders are in a good position. I think the job is appealing enough. You have Pierce there already. If he's the coach, great. If he's not the coach, then I think there'll be some good people interested in it. All right. We're going to take our first break here on this edition of Silver and Black today. When we come back, we're going to talk about that offense. Very interesting piece from Tashawn Reed over The Athletic uh, that is pretty eye-opening when you look at the numbers and something that we've kind of hinted at here, but we're going to talk about that, and that is the desire to basically almost start over 
on offense. And we'll talk about that in depth when we come back. You're listening to Silver and Black today. He is Momot, and I'm Scott Branson, and we're coming back with you here in just a minute. 